वेलकम टू दिस गुरु पूर्णिमा ऑनलाइन सत्संग लव एंड ग्रीटिंग्स टू ईच वन ऑफ यू लेट स्टार्ट विथ ए प्रेयर हेवनली फादर मदर फ्रेंड बिलवेड कार्ड भगवान कृष्ण जीसस क्राइस्ट महावतार बाबा जी लहरी महाशय स्वामी श्रीयुक्तेश्वर जी बिलवट गुरु जी परमहंस योगानंद जी सेंट्स ऑफ ऑल रिलीजियंस वी बाउ टू यू ऑल divine gurudev we bow to thee as a speaking voice of silent god we bow to thee as the divine door leading us to the temple of salvation om शांति 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 गुरु पूर्णिमा आल्सो नोन एस व्यास पूर्णिमा ही सेलिब्रेटेड ऑन द बर्थडे ऑफ सेज वेद व्यासा जस्ट एस मदर्स डे He celebrated to honor once mother. Guru Purnima is commemorated to honor once guru and guru parampara, the line of gurus. This day was chosen because Vyasa was the writer of the epic Mahabharat, which includes the Bhagavad Gita. and also the compiler of the four vedas thus was the guru through whom much of india's wisdom came to the world this year guru purnima the first full moon after summer solstice falls on july 5th that is tomorrow let us begin our commemoration by expressing our heartfelt love and gratitude to our line of gurus guru parampara in order to invoke a deeper gratitude and devotion i would like to recall a few reasons why we are mentally prostrating to each of the great gurus first baba ji we are all grateful to him for reviving kriya yoga in 1861 
Guruji said, Babaji has promised to guard and guide all sincere Kriya Yogis in their path toward the goal. Lahiri Masha said, Whenever anyone utters with reverence the name of Babaji, that devotee attracts an instant spiritual blessing. For the assurance of such blessings, with folded hand, let us mentally bow before Babaji. Next, Lahiri Mahasaya. For the example of his life, through which he has shown to the world that even householders can find God by leading a balanced life of meditation and right activity. There is yet another reason why countless devotees all over the world are grateful to him. After initiating Lahiri Masha in 1861, Babaji said, Bestow the Kriya ki only on qualified chelas. He who vows to sacrifice all in the quest of the divine is fit to unravel the final mysteries of life through the science of meditation. Then Lahiri Masha pleaded, Angelic Guru, as you have already favored mankind by resurrecting the last Kriya art, will you not increase that benefit by relaxing the strict requirements for discipleship? I pray that you permit me to communicate Kriya to all sincere seekers, even though at first they may not be able to vow themselves to complete inner renunciation. The tortured men and women of the world, pursued by the threefold suffering, need special encouragement. They may never attempt the road to freedom if Kriya initiation be withheld from them. Then Babaji replied, Be it so. Give Kriya to all who humbly ask you for help. I often reflect that Lahiri Mahasaya might have had all of us in his mind when he pleaded for this relaxation. For this, with a deep, deep gratitude, let us mentally bow before Lahiri Mahasaya. Next. Our Paranguru Swami Sri Yukteswarji, for training a Sadguru, a Jagatguru, and also for encouraging an otherwise reluctant Yogananji to establish an organization, Yoga Sasanga Society, Self Relation Fellowship, for the benefit of you and me. Let us bow. And to Guruji, Paramahansa Yoganandji, for accepting us as his disciples and imparting the science of meditation 
eternally with gratitude. And finally, to the great, to the two great avatars of the East and the West, Bhagavan Sri Krishna and Jesus Christ, for their immortal teachings and eternal protection to us, let us bow in deep reverence. Let us now sing a cosmic chant, visualizing our gurus in Kutastha, laying flowers of our devotion at their feet. After the devotional singing, let us meditate for about 20 minutes.
come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Om Om, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Oh my Babaji, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Oh my Babaji, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Lahadi Mahashay, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Lahadi Mahashay, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. I am Om, I am Om, I am Om, I am Om, 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 I am Om, 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 I am Om, 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 come to me. Om Om come to me come to me oh come to me Shri Yukteswar come to me come to me oh come to me Shri Yukteswar come to me come to me oh come to me Oh my guru come to me come to me oh come to me Oh my guru come to me come to Oh, come to me, oh my guru, come to me, come to me, oh come to me, oh my guru, come to me, come to me, oh come to me, oh my guru, come to me, come to me, oh come to me, oh my guru, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. I am Om, I am Om, I am Om, I am Om, 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 I am Om, 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 I am Om, 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 come to me, come to me, oh, come to me, Om, Om, come to me, come to me, oh, come to me, Om, my Guru, come to me, come to me, oh, come to me. Oh my Guru, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Yogananda, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Yogananda, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Oh my Guru, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Oh my Guru, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. I am Om, I am Om, I am Om, I am Om, 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 I am Om, 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 I am Om, 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 come to me, come to me, oh, come to me, Om, Om, come to me, come to me, oh, come to me, Om, my Guru, come to me, come to me, oh, come to me. Oh my Guru, come to me, come to me, come to me. Oh my Babaji, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Oh my Babaji, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Lahari Mahashay, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Lahari Mahashay, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Shri Yukteswar come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Shri Yukteswar come to me, come 
Oh my guru, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Oh my guru, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Yogananda, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Oh my guru, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Yogananda, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Oh my guru, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Oh my guru, come to me, come to me. Yogananda, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Oh my guru, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Yogananda, come to me, come to me, oh come to me. Oh my guru, 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 come to me. Come to me, oh come to me. Come to me, oh come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Come to me, oh come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Come to me, oh come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Come to me, oh come to me. Yogananda, 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 come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Yogananda, come to me. Yogananda, come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Yogananda, come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Yogananda, come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Yogananda, come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Yogananda, come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Yogananda, come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Yogananda, come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Yogananda, come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Yogananda, come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Yogananda, come to me. Oh my guru, come to me. Yogananda, come to me.
Today's topic is the need for a true guru in one's life. It is only through Paramahansa Yogananda many people in the world came to understand the significance of guru-disciple relationship. Common man. has no concept of a true guru a sadguru and the need for a true guru in spiritual path indeed in life itself we get a glimpse of the sweet relationship that exists between guru and disciple in yogananda ji's autobiography of a yogi further the yss yesar of lessons cover this topic comprehensively in particular <coughs> lesson number 16 titled the guru disciple relationship gives a very good explanation of this principle further we are fortunate to know more about guru disciple relationship and the importance of a guru from the close disciples of paramsi ji such as dayamata ji rudani mata ji anand moy ji this lovely small booklet by rudani mata ji on the guru disciple relationship and the series and dvd containing talks by them help us to deepen our understanding of guru disciple relationship in today's talk i have drawn many points from mrinalini mahasathi mrinalini mata ji's talk now someone remarked i follow bhagwan krishna and bhagavad gita i have no need for any other spiritual guide if we can understand bhagwan krishna and follow his teachings that's wonderful but how much we understand his teachings we know krishna 
mainly through stories, which change from place to place, time to time. Of course, each story has a moral, but how much of it is applicable, particularly to us in daily life? No one denies the value of Bhagavad Gita, but the deeper meaning is not always obvious. For instance, Kriya Yoga was referred twice in Bhagavad Gita. In chapter 4, Slokas 29, and again in chapter 5, Slokas 27 and 28, deal with Kriya Yoga. But by studying these two slokas, we will not be able to practice Kriya. So the problem is not with Bhagavad Gita, problem is with our understanding, rather lack of understanding. It takes a saint to understand the true meaning of scriptures and they can explain. Otherwise, the message contained in the scriptures is too concise and cryptic. Even Patanjali Yoga Sutras, which directly deal with yoga principles, do not explicitly explain the steps and procedures we have to follow. For instance, one Yoga Sutra says, Kriya Yoga consists of body discipline, mental control, and meditation on Om. Another Yoga Sutra reads, Liberation can be attained by that pranayama which is accompanied by disjoining the cause of inspiration and expiration. Surely, these Yoga Sutras refer to Kriya Yoga. But can we practice Kriya by reading this? No. Cryptic, concise. Similarly, Bible says, if thine hand offend thee, cut it off. If thine eye offend thee, pluck it off. There is a deep pranayama principle behind this. But how many people understand the true meaning? No, Swami Ananda Mohaji once said, to understand a scripture fully, one has to be realized. No saints who have attained God realization, such as Param Yogananda Yukteswarji, Ramakrishna Parahamsa, and the like, they understand the hidden meaning contained in the scriptures and they can explain. They attune themselves with Krishna, Patanjali, Chaitanya, Jesus Christ, and can absorb the deeper meaning 
behind their words and help us to understand and put them in practice. Hence, there is a need for a guru in one's life. To appreciate further the need for a guru, let us understand the meaning and definition of guru. Definition one. In Sanskrit, guru means guru, darkness dispeller. Our souls are groping in the darkness of delusion. So our souls need the light of wisdom. Hence, we need a guru who would dispel our darkness of ignorance. At another definition, Guruji explained it in a beautiful way. The Guru is a speaking voice of silent God. How true it is. No, we have faith in God. We have faith that God wants us to attain salvation. But we cannot understand God's message. For most part, he is silent. We can't commune with him to understand his design for our lives. His principles we have to follow. We can't understand him. But once the guru-disciple relationship is established. The guru becomes the speaking voice of silent God. Guru is not silent. He is explaining the spiritual principles. So that's how he is the spokesperson for God. And we need that. And in this context, we followers of Paramahansa Yoganandji are really, really fortunate. We are so much of written information from Paramahansa Ji. The SRF YSS lessons, the books, his talks, his poems, his cosmic chants, all these things help us. They all have come to him from God. So God's message is conveyed to us through his words. So we are fortunate. We have so much of information. And his guidance is total for the harmonious development of body, mind, and soul. We don't need anything more or anything else for our daily happy living as well as the ultimate salvation. So, he is really the spokesperson of God. 
giving all that we need in this life, in our sadhana. There is yet another definition. Guru is the awakener. Paramahamsaji gave this definition. The Guru is the awakened God, awakening the sleeping God in the disciple. Through sympathy and deep vision, a true Guru sees the Lord suffering in the physically, mentally and spiritually poor. And that is why he feels it is his duty to assist them. He tries to feed the hungry God in the destitute, to stir the sleeping God in the ignorant, to love the unconscious God in the enemy, and to awaken the half-sleep God in the earning devotee. And by a gentle touch of love, he instantaneously arouses the almost awakened God in the advanced seeker. The Guru, among all men, the best of givers, like God himself, his generosity knows no boundaries. No, he awakens, he awakens that sleeping God in a sincere devotee. Don't we need that awakening? Don't you need someone who can awaken? Hence the need for a guru in our lives. Recall the story given in lesson number three. The lion who became a sheep. Now, when one lion forgot its true nature and moving and bleating like a sheep, another lion which knows its true nature, helped it to regain its true nature. That is what Guru does. He helps us to regain. Read that story given in lesson number three. Fourth definition. Adi Shankarajara described the Guru in this way. There is no known comparison in the three worlds for a true Guru. If the philosopher's stone be assumed as truly such, it can only turn iron into gold, not into another philosopher's stone. The venerated teacher, on the other hand, creates equality with himself in the disciple who takes refuse at his feet. The Guru is therefore peerless, nay, transcendental. The philosopher's stone, if, if it touches some iron piece, this becomes gold. But this philosopher's stone cannot turn it into another philosopher's stone. It can only turn into gold. But Guru is different. He is God-realized. And by a gentle touch, he can turn you and me as realized souls. He can Produce that equality means that realization in us. Don't we need to become one with God? Who can do that? Guru. Hence the need for a true Guru. Here we are. Under the care and guidance of a true Guru, 
Sadguru. Our world teacher, Jagat Guru, a Prema Avatar, an incarnation of love, that is Param Yogananda Ji. Blessed indeed we are. The very definition and description of Guru stirs in us a noble desire to seek the guidance and company of such a divine guide. And here we have fortunate. In present age, the connotation of the word Guru changed. Today, we have many Gurus, football Guru, science Guru, asana Guru, management Guru, investment Guru. It is all right to use such words as long as we know their roles. That is why often we use a Sadguru for a spiritual guide, Sadguru or a true Guru. Because we don't have football Sadguru, investment Sadguru so far. So that's why often we use a true Guru, a Sadguru. Now, on Guru-disciple relationship, even avatars and great ones had their gurus. Krishna, Ram, Adi Shankaracharya, Kabir, they all had gurus. Swami Vivekananji's guru was Ramakrishna Paramahamsa. Ramakrishna Paramahamsa's guru was Totapuri. Paramahamsa Yoganandji's guru, Yukteswarji. In turn, Yukteswarji's guru, Lahir Mahasya. Krishna's Guru, Sandipani, Sage. Ram had Guru in Vasista. I mean, that is spiritual law. One goes to God through Guru. That's spiritual law. Initially, we don't understand the role of a Guru in one's life and the full import of guru-disciple relationship. As we continue with guru-given sadhana, slowly but surely, we understand this divine principle over the years and even incarnations, if need be. We go on deepening our understanding. I can recall my own initial feelings rather than struggles. You know? When I used to hear and read how much devotion Dayama, Mrunalima, Swami Anandumai had towards Guru, I felt unnerved. Now lamenting that I don't have such reverence, which they have. Whereas as a beginner, I need more devotion towards Guruji. I need more love and gratitude towards Guruji, but I don't have as much as they have. I, it, it was very uh, 
you know, disturbing. But later, when I re read these following words of Mrinali Mataji, I felt com comforted. She said so beautifully, when the disciple has passed through what he must as a disciple, the fires, the tests of purification, and has been drawn to that point where he is ready to be introduced to God, he realizes ultimately and fully what he may even have felt in his heart that the Guru was none other than God. That is the supreme realization of the Guru-Disciple relationship. That means the understanding of Guru-Disciple relationship goes on deepening, deepening, deepening with our spiritual practices. It takes time, it takes sadhana to develop devotion, faith, and understanding. So definitely, today I have a better understanding and better devotion towards Guruji than what I had some 15, 20 years back. We go on developing that. We are go on developing. It's not that at once we realize the full import of guru-disciple relationship and the importance of guru in one's life. Not only in spiritual life, in overall, in one's life, he has a role to play. We understand as we move on. Next, there is a question. Can a human being be a Sadguru, a true guru? Some question, devotees have this doubt. How can we accept a human being as a guru when a guru is expected to have such lofty qualities? How? For instance, it must have been very difficult for some people to accept Lahiri Masha, a householder like themselves, as a guru. But it is out of tremendous compassion of God and Gurus that Gurus take human forms to help us. Guru, although realized there is no need for him to come to this earth to play the role of a human being, but they take human body in order to help you and me. While in human body, the guru has to go through all the limitations of the human body because it decays. It is subjected to many challenges, challenges coming from people around, social challenges, organizational challenges. All these issues one faces and he becomes victorious. How to conquer all these challenges and sets an example. And it's easy to see, yeah, I too can, because he did, a human being like me, he could do that, I can also do. I mean, it's to set an example, they live the life of a human being. And also, a human being is more approachable than unknown and unseen entity. A guru in the form of a human being, more approachable. So that is the compassion of God to make this arrangement possible. So you and I have someone to look up to, some physical form. 
is it not necessary for me to be in the physical presence of a guru to receive his blessings and guidance? No, not needed. Again, Mrinali Mataji's words, I would like to quote. The guru is omnipresent. His help, his guidance, and his teachings prevail not only for the brief years he dwells on earth, but forever. How often, Guruji said, many devotees have come during my lifetime. I recognize them from the life's past. And many more are yet to come. I know them. They will come after I have left this body. No, she continues, the Guru's help to sincere followers does not cease when he leaves his body. If it did, he would not be a true Guru. As God is omnipresent, so the Guru is omnipresent. Paramsiji said, remember always, when I leave the body, I will no longer be able to talk to you with this voice. But I know, but I will know every thought you think and every action you perform. In a lighter vein, that's a difficulty. He knows everything I think, everything I, I perform. <laughs> no, even when Guruji was in a physical body, he advised people around him not to depend on his physical personality but to strive to deepen their attunement in mind and consciousness. Because through consciousness, he guides. And we have many examples. For instance, Jnana Mataji, one of Guruji's early disciples. When Guruji would enter the hall, she would leave. Other disciples would be thrilled to have Guruji in physical form there, physical presence, they were thrilled to have his darshan. But she would leave. And when asked, why you are leaving when Guruji himself is present here? She said, I don't need his physical presence. He is always with me. That apart, I don't want to impose myself on him. Being a senior, he is compelled to greet me and I don't want to impose. She would leave because she doesn't need the physical presence. That is her attunement. Now, I heard that one nun had a duty to replace flowers near Guruji's body in forest land. Now, Guruji's body is still there in a crypt. We have two flower vases where fresh flowers are kept. That's her duty to replace them. She said that it is only when she goes there, she realized that Guruji is no more physically present. His body is not there. Otherwise, when she, are, she is in the ashram, Guruji is around her. Guruji is present. Only when she goes there, it reminds her. I mean, that is the attunement. Guruji is omnipresent all the time. I have another incident. Once I was 
helping a devotee to purchase a photograph of Guruji. We have one picture of Guruji. I don't know if you can see this, known as Last Mile, because this picture was taken just an hour before he left his body and entered Mahasamadhi. I told him last mile picture. He was annoyed. He said, why are you saying last mile? Guruji is still smiling at me. He is smiling through his monks. He is smiling through the trees in the ashram. He is smiling through events. He is there all the time. He is eternally smiling. There is nothing like last smile. He is smiling. I mean, I was really thrilled, thrilled to hear that. Isn't really, isn't it true? Isn't it eternally smiling? Now I can feel that. Guruji is smiling through devotees. Guruji is, is smiling through beautiful trees in the ashram. Guruji is smiling at me through events, pleasant or painful. Even in events, I can see, yes, Guruji, you. He's smiling at me through events. Eternal smile. So he is present. We can feel that. It's not just theory. We can feel, yes, Guruji is omnipresent. Right now, right here, he is here. That is possible. Any case, if a physical body is required, physical presence is essential, how many would be benefited by, by divine incarnation? Only? a few hundred, a few thousands maybe around him. And then after he leaves his body, look for someone else. No, that's not the divine principle, eternal connection. Guruji promised, when I have left this body, I will stoop down from heaven to make those that will be in tune, realize the love of my father. To those who think me near, I will be near. Mrinali Mataji said that thousands met Paramus Yoganandji when he was in physical body. But not all of them could realize his true nature and spiritual stature and follow his teachings. She added that among our generation, so many of us are benefited much more by being in tune with him, although we haven't seen his physical form. So that is what is needed, attunement. Physical body is not necessary. Next, obedience to the Guru. Guruji gave a simple counsel. Pray always to please God and Guru in every way. Pray always to please God and Guru in every way. How do we please Guruji? By listening to him. We please him. And what is meant by listening to him? Here is a story. <clears throat> Millenniums ago, before the dawn of civilization. One saint found a way 
to make fire. They had two stones, rub against each other and put some dry leaves. There came fire. And this fire, you could see utility of this fire for cooking, for lighting, etc. So he was happy, he wanted to share this information with others. He went to one community, I mean, this was millenniums ago, who were not aware of fire. He explained, this is how we can make fire, and this is what you can make use of fire. And they were thrilled. They have seen it. They took the stones. And they kept their stones. They started worshipping the stones. And they said, how great that saint was. He gave these stones. He found how to make fire. They made a temple later, put a statue of this saint, started worshipping the stones and the statue of that. In the process, they forgot about the fire and how to make it. The saint went to another community. There also he taught them how to make fire. But those people immediately grabbed the stones, started making use of fire, making use of fire for lighting, cooking, etc. Day after day after day, month after month, they are doing that. But in the process, they completely forgot about the saint who helped them. Now tell me, with whom the saint is more happy? The community which is praising him, worshipping him, but forgot to make use of fire. Or the community which forgot all about him, but they are still making use of the fire. Obviously, the second category, he doesn't want praise. He wants people to be benefited. That is what is meant by pleasing Guruji. And you question yourself. Are you the first category and the second category? No, some devotees are there who keep saying that Paramahansa Yoganji was a great saint. This book, Autobiography, wonderful. And they keep giving autography to many people. And on his birthday, they make special food in honor of him. They do all these things, but they don't meditate. That is being in the first group, praising Guru, but not practicing. Paramsiji said, when I am gone, the teachings will be the Guru. So listen to the Guru, study the teachings, follow them. That's listening. And in another place, Guruji said, inherent in the Yoga Satsanga Society of India teachings and spiritual techniques are the help and blessings of the Yoga Gurus. Devotees who conduct their lives according to the YSS principles will be blessed with the hidden and open direction of the YSS Gurus. So inherent in YSS techniques of meditation are the blessings of Guru. That means when we are practicing meditation as taught by our Gurus, we are receiving the blessings. Because practice, a technique, becomes a channel through which blessings flow.
It's like this, close your palms and say, please give me, give me, how much you can take with closed palms? Instead, open your palms. You don't have to ask, give me, you will receive, you will receive. With the regular practice of the scientific techniques of meditation and living principles taught by Guruji, we are opening our hearts, we are opening our minds to the full inflow of his wisdom, of his love, of his guidance. That's why we receive his blessings, by practicing, by practicing. So practice, practice is important. Next, Guru Seva. The importance of Guru Seva, I would like to point out by reading something from Bhagavad Gita. This is fourth chapter, 13th sloka. The explanation as given by Guruji in God Talks to Arjuna. When a devotee's prayers touch the Supreme Being, he sends him a Guru through whose agency he draws the seeker to himself. It is God who speaks through the Guru's voice and guides the devotee through his spiritual perceptions. There are three ways of tuning in with the Guru. One, by self-surrender. Two, by intelligent questions. Three, by service. Eagerly serving the Guru, especially by dedication to exemplifying and promoting his ideas and principles, the disciple's intuition develops. He automatically receives the wisdom vibrations of his Guru. We receive the vibrations of Guru when we are serving Guru. How do we serve him now? He doesn't have a body to serve. Guruji said to his disciples, when I am no longer in the body, this organization will be my body. As you have helped me and served this form while I am here, so serve this organization. Serve his organization. How do you serve his organization? Here is an analogy. How do you take medicine? By drinking, by gulping, by sucking, or by injecting, or by rubbing. All these forms are different forms of taking medicine. Similarly, we have different forms of serving Guru, his organization. By regularly meditating, sitting in our own homes, regularly meditating, we are serving Guru, we are serving his organization. By participating in worldwide prayer circle, as instructed by Guruji, we are serving his organization. By attending group meditations, we are serving Guruji and helping Dhyana Kendras, Dhyana Mandalis, ashrams of Guruji. We are helping Guruji. Setting an example by living his principles, we are helping Guruji. <clears throat> and by monetary donations. When we give donations, his organization is lifted. We are helping the organization by giving monetary donations. 
all these are different forms of guru seva so we have ample opportunities to follow guruji's teachings and serve him <coughs> next guru's help guru's help comes us in so many ways sometimes we are aware sometimes we may not be aware you know one srf devotee from america visited india on a pilgrimage he went to anand mata anand mai mas ashram anand mai ma was nirmala devi whom guruji met in 1936 he visited her ashram stayed there for a few days and the last day he had a darshan of anand mahima at that time he asked for her blessings for his journey back to home in america as he was asking for blessings anand mahima started laughing laughing then he was surprised then he asked why are you laughing ma i am seeking your blessings then she replied you don't need my blessing your guru is with you all the time you don't need anything more to add to that your guru is with you all the time you don't need my blessing but often times we don't realize that guru is with us all the time blessing helping but another saint a real soul could see that now once swami bimalanand ji who was a direct disciple of guru ji went to a park there there was a gadget it has a springboard with a hammer he has to hit the that springboard in a way that on bounce the hammer should touch the ceiling of that gadget he went and tried once twice twice thrice he keep on trying but it never bounced high enough to touch the roof guruji was with him he said concentrate concentrate then with all his concentration he tried again again he was not making it then bilanji next he said om guru tak touched when he brought guruji into his activity when he made guruji a partner in his activity he could make it same thing with us let's bring in guruji into our lives make me a partner i am not alone it's with guruji i do it makes a lot when autobiography of yogi was translated into german language swami anand mohanji found some mistakes others too for instance the translator used the word christian like for christ like there is a lot of difference christ like life of lahiri marshia he translated as christian like life 
Christ means one who has Christ consciousness, Kotas Chaitanya, not just a Christian. So it's a, it's a major mistake. Now there are other mistakes too. You know, then Guruji said, why do you criticize the German translation of my work? Never mind. Even with its mistakes, it will lead many people to God. Never mind. Even with its mistakes, it will lead to many people to God. A mistake here, a mistake there is not going to make things different for Guruji. He can work. He can work. Same thing in you and in me. A mistake in my life, here and there. It's okay. Guruji, Guruji will take care of it. It is. He is that compassionate. Our mistakes. And here is a story. The touch of a master. John Ruskin, the distinguished writer, philosopher, social thinker, philanthropist, once gave a beautiful lace-edged handkerchief to a girl. It was so beautiful. She was thrilled. It's lace-edged beautiful kerchief and it came from John Ruskin. She was thrilled. She was keeping it on her table and doing some work. By mistake, she spilled ink on that. And there was a big blot of ink on the kerchief, spoiling it. She started crying, crying. Later, Jan King came there again and he asked her, why are you crying? You give such a beautiful handkerchief, I spoiled it. Then John Ruskin looked at it. He was also a painter. He took that kerchief and with a brush, put a few strokes here and there. And that ugly blood bloomed into a beautiful flower. It's no more a blood, it's a beautiful flower. And that handkerchief has become even more beautiful without that blood earlier. It's much more beautiful than what it was. Touch of a master. That's what a true guru can do to you and to me. I may have made many mistakes, knowingly or unknowingly, but Guruji can turn that mistakes into something useful. I have seen this personally in my life many times. I do commit mistakes by knowingly and unknowingly, but somehow, although I'm feeling bad about it, I should not have done that, but that even goes to a point where I'm benefited. Many times, many times I found that. If we surrender, he can do that. Any blot in our life can be, can bloom into a beautiful flower by his touch. And I can even say that if I look at my life, it can be you know, treated as a story of tragic flaws and saving graces. Yeah, tragic flaws. So many flaws in me. Flaws on my part, but saving graces from him, Guruji. Anything can be converted into something beautiful. 
Guruji is there. Guruji is there. He's, we have to allow him. We have to allow him to work. Just one more story. I am surrendered to Guru. And the importance and the need for a Guru in one's life, this demonstrates. Once a cow went to forest for grazing. It was grazing. But suddenly, it heard some noise and looked back. Then one tiger was approaching, approaching it. Sensing the danger, cow started running. It ran, 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 ran. The tiger chased. The cow came to a pond. It thought that it could jump into the pond and cross the pond for, to safety. So it jumped into the pond to escape from the tiger. But as soon as walked a few steps in the pond, it realized that the pond is too shallow and full of mud. It's full of mud. So it, its feet were stuck in the mud. It couldn't move. It got stuck. The tiger which was chasing ran, 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 and also it also jumped into the pond, but it also got stuck with all its four feet firmly in the mud. But fortunately, there was some di space difference. There was gap between the two. Tiger here, cow there. The tiger, uh, tiger looked at the cow and said, ha, 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 ha. Now I'm enjoying with the thought of crushing your bones between the teeth and drink the flesh, drink your blood. The cow looked at the tiger and said, tiger, please tell me, do you have a master? The tiger roared, what do you mean? I'm the master of myself. I'm the architect of my, myself. I am the master of this jungle. Who can be my master? I am the master. I have no other masters. The tiger replied, and cow replied, that's the problem with you, tiger. You have no masters. But I have a master. When I don't get home by sunset, my master will come searching for me and release me from this mud. Whereas you will be left behind. And sure enough, after sunset, the owner of the house, owner of the cow, waited, waited, waited. When he didn't return home, he came searching, 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 found this cow stuck in the mud and helped it to come out of the mud and took home, leaving the tiger behind, stuck in the mud. Here is the analogy. The mud represents the delusion where we are all stuck. We are all stuck without any exception in the mud of delusion. The tiger represents the ego, which thinks that I am the master of myself. I am the architect of my life. 
I, I, I am the man. I am the one. It is that. Whereas cow represents surrendered soul. It surrendered. I have a master. Master will save me. And the owner of the cow represents guru. He is the guru. He comes to the rescue of the devotee and saves from the mud of delusion, religious. Don't we need a guru in our lives? When we are all stuck in this mud of delusion, he only can take us out of this delusion. So that is the importance and need of a true guru in one's life. Now, let us meditate for a little while and pray for others and world peace.
Let us now perform healing technique as taught by Paramahams Yogananji. Heavenly Father, the what omnipresent, the what in all thy children, manifest thy healing presence in their bodies. Heavenly Father, Thou art omnipresent, Thou art in all Thy children, manifest Thy healing presence in their minds. Heavenly Father, Thou art omnipresent, Thou art in all Thy children, manifest Thy healing presence in their souls. Let us chant for, for world peace and prosperity and brotherhood. Oh. Let us close this satsang with a prayer. Heavenly Father, Mother, Friend, Beloved God, Bhagavan Krishna, Jesus Christ, Mahavatar Babaji, Lahiri Mahashai, Swami Sri Yukteswarji, Beloved Gurudev, Paramhamsi Yogānandaji, Saints of all religions, we bow to you all. Divine Beloved, we thank thee for all thy blessings. Take charge of our lives, and lead us safely back to our cosmic home of your new joy. May thy love 
shine forever on the sanctuary of our devotion and may we be able to awaken thy love in all hearts om shanti 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 namo namaste sahasra krutva punashya bhuyopi namo namaste nama purastadata prashtataste namo stute sarvada eva sarva some information traditionally devotees would like to make monetary donations to guru and guru parampara on the occasion of the sacred guru purnima but some of our devotees are asking how can we do that now the dhyana kendras dhyana mandalis meditation centers ashrams are closed because of the pandemic you can donate through online srf devotees may visit srf website and vices devotees may visit vices website to donate it is also possible to send over donations by check because the courier services and postal services have resumed the information about how to donate through websites will be flashed on the screen soon may god bless all of us let's keep our guru and param gurus in our hearts in our thoughts during the season to reap the maximum benefits jai guru jai guru jai guru